As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe. You're an idiot and really a disloyal person. This is the Cuse Militia. Those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Tuesday. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe. At Cuse Militia on the socials, go there, join the militia. You're going to hear from us. You're going to hear our predictions. We're going to hear your predictions. As we head to our preview fan feedback segment for Virginia preview and prediction show. But first, if you haven't heard, the um, the word is it's a blue out this Friday in the Dome. So wear your navy blue, orange gear. Does that make any sense? Navy blue, orange gear? Sure. We all got <laughs> one or two, right? You well, should. We all got one or two. I prefer the orange, but we all got one or two navy blues. Look, I mean, look, look, navy, navy blue shirt with the with the orange lettering, whether it's blocked or not, you're good. I got one that that's best dad, and the S is the Q S. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, I got a couple other ones, but my go-to. So I. So here's the thing. A little sports superstitious in the fact that I. T- like I, I, I'm wary of my gear because it's hard to start the season until I figure out what Syracuse is doing. Then I, then I start like I, like I haven't worn a hat or anything. They, <laughs> during the, during the game, during the game. <clears throat> um, so for this game, this past game against uh, Purdue, I wore my my Tucker T-shirt jersey, and so I've sworn it off. Because now I'm superstitious about it, so. Yeah, well, Anyways, with me, head. see, I don't really have gear that I, you know, wear during the game because I've been watching it at my house, right? But oh, I still the Friday, I'm, I'm that I'm that nerd. See, I mean, I don't I don't do it as far as game time, but Friday, you know, at work, when everyone's sitting there busting up talking about you know, who's gonna win what, and I'm talking to all the NC State and Duke and North Carolina fans, um. On Friday, I wear my orange gear, and I've worn a long sleeve orange shirt with a short sleeve navy blue with the orange block letterings underneath. So that when it gets warm, I take that off, and that's what I've worn every Friday so far. So, like you said, I'm kind of weird about that too. So this Friday, I'll be wearing the same thing. Oh well, well there you go. So I get my my Tucker jersey, t-shirt jersey, is um. It's on hold right now. 
and I'll get to it. But all of you, should, if you're going to the Dome, should be wearing the blue. And, I, and you know, I was a little, I think I, I saw the numbers for the Purdue game. I expected them, thought them to be around 38, right? Isn't that what I said? 38? And you're like, oh, it should be at least 40. Yeah. It should be at least 40. I'm like, yeah, 38 to 40. But I'm going to shoot for 38. Yeah, I don't think I 40. put into account the noon game on a Saturday during football, you know. Got Pop Warner and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's And Friday night, you got the high school games. So, I mean, there's always something, right? Well, I mean, those are excuses at the end of the day, in my opinion. So, it looked like... Excuses for some, reasons for others. It was was around 35. It was around 35. It didn't matter with the amount of noise that was there. But... but Now, if you get a good 35, then it's going to be loud. Yes, with that said, think, think about how much louder 40 would be. And Friday night, I expect I expected to I expect to see more Friday night than I did Saturday Dude. afternoon. So we'll see. I mean, I could sit here and have the same speech I had last week about you know how we're two and zero and Purdue's coming in. Well, now we beat Purdue, so now at this point, Oops. again, I mean, Syracuse fans they play a big big role. I feel twelfth like man getting getting them through this this short week and getting us to we win this game. I mean, we're going five and zero, and we're going into the bye week. So, you got to come, man. And Dino alluded to it too in his presser. So, starting over every week, right? So every week, one uh, or no, and he was talking about how he expected more. Before we get into that, real before we get into my my opening for the preview, coach's presser. Just so everybody knows, um, Isaiah Jones uh, is it could be likely out for the year. I don't, mm. don't know what that was, but him holding his shoulder like that, I didn't see a whole lot of contact or anything. I, I, who knows? Um, not sure. That sucks. Up-and-coming receiver, someone Garrett Schrader yeah. has mentioned by name as one of his targets, uh, you know, one of his five favorite targets that he, that he named in a press conference yeah. uh, after the Connecticut game, and someone who is up-and-coming. And that's, uh, that's, that's going to hurt a little bit, I think. And they always hurt. But... Um, you know, Trevor Pena looks like coach said he hopes to see him back soon. So I didn't even know he was going to be out. Neither did I. So and then I saw him on the sideline in street clothes. So yeah. that was kind of you know. And as I, Isaiah Jones, I think what he did was I think he had a bicep issue. Yeah, look, yeah, that's, that's what I was wondering. That's was why his he, bicep. That's why he had the the band on his arm there, mm-hmm. and you saw him holding it. So mm-hmm. I mean, if I had to guess, pulled it. I mean. It, he uh, more than pulled it if he's out for the season. He might have tore it. Well, that well, yeah. I had a guy at work lift uh, lift a window, and he tore his bicep, and he was out for um, two and a half months, three months. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, and, it's, and PT, it's, PT, it's, the it's whole thing. Brutal. Yeah, and that's if and that was without having surgery. So if it was bad enough for for Isaiah Jones to get surgery, it's even longer. So, you know, you're looking. Yeah, and I think that's really, that's where you're looking at because there was no contact with the ground. There was nothing like that. I mean, when I looked at it, you're like, what was it, an, like a dislocated shoulder or something, right? No, like that. When he said gone for the season and when I saw that he had the band on his bicep and he was holding it, I was, I'm willing to bet it's a torn bicep. Yeah, the tape. And What's that tape? Because I, I, I um, I It's not tape. It's, it's some, some sort of like. It's a stretchy tape. Yeah. And you put it, it, it? You, you put it on in different. You put it. I have some because I have a. I have a. See, I thought I have it was a shoulder of like, issue. That's. I think it's bursitis, but I thought it at first was a rotator cuff. But yes, it is um, put on in certain 
If this is what I, it is, it could have been something else. But there is a I tape. Thought it was a some, I thought it was something else that you had to like, I wish you know, I like knew a band or like something that you can adjust to tighten it so that you have some stability there. Well, look, um, I bought I bought flexible tape that's for that that you put on in oh, different, I know what you're different talking designs. About. Okay, they probably do have something that's adjustable, I'm sure. Yeah, probably more than just that. Anyway, all right, let's start now. Focus on the Cavs. The all-time series between the Cavs and the Orange sits at 2-3 and three in favor of Virginia. The first time the two teams met was in 1975. Syracuse left Charlottesville with a 37-0 win. The last game in 2015 under Scott Schaefer, Syracuse would lose in Charlottesville. 44 to 38. Eric Dungy, 16 for 22 for 150 yards and two touchdowns. Um, throwing. He also led rushing with 85 yards and one touchdown on 18 carries. So um, a good showing just wasn't enough. Close game, though. Uh, total defense for Syracuse. They are tied for 48th in the country right now. The however, 400 whatever yards. Um, O'Connell put up, uh, knocked us back a little bit. UVA, total defense, 57th, okay? Still behind Syracuse. Total offense for Syracuse is 74th, and UVA is sitting at 72nd. So now, the difference for the two teams for me, Joe, is the caliber of opponents. Virginia with wins over Richmond and ODU, uh, a loss and a bad one to Illinois, 24-3. Juxtapose this um, 54 uh, out of 102 for 52.9%, 53% completion rate and 710 yards for Brennan Armstrong. Um, he hasn't thrown a TD since the first game against Richmond. So he sits right now with two D- TDs and three interceptions at the moment. And I mean, he can run the ball a little bit, but 64 of his 150 yep. on the year did come from one run against, you guessed it, Richmond. Uh, Schrader. Uh, at this point, 51 assists, uh, 77, 62.2%, 709 yards, uh, eight TDs, no interceptions, 46 rushes for 201 yards. So just to kind of compare the two, because Brennan Armstrong, Ken, he is more versatile, um, and he, he, can th- he has been dangerous with the ball. He's, been pr- he's proven that he can be um, on both ends of that. Uh, the Cavs fans, they point to their defense as their strength, and their O line and their quarterback on improving since Illinois, but I mean, I mean, I don't know. An ugly win at home against ODU and cruising the victory over Richmond isn't exactly selling me on on improvement. I, I, I just it's hard to gauge them. Um, and and I guess I'm showing my hand a little early, but it's hard for me to gauge them and give them a lot of credit for who they've played. So Joe, um, they love this freshman back Xavier Brown and after a big game against ODU uh, the fans and writers alike they were expecting him to be second on this week's depth chart over Mike Collins but he's not there I'm sure we'll see him but he's he's not there listed um, he's he's currently third overall in rushing for the year anyway I mean I don't know man I'm not that impressed with the with even the wins um, as as Virginia fans point to their defense as their strength, and like I mentioned, they're actually sitting 57th, and they've played Richmond and ODU. Now ODU is pretty decent, but but you know you factor in that early in the year, and you're sitting 57th. It's yeah. it's hard for me to gauge that. So, and and me, we're getting yeah, to the I mean, point where these it's... we're getting to the point where the where the national rankings are starting to matter a little bit. You know what I mean, Joe? 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to matter more as we go through it. And when you look at even, like you said, ODU is pretty decent. They beat Virginia Tech, which I don't know how good they are this year. And they lost at ECU and then lost at Virginia. So, I mean, I'm not looking at, at Old Dominion as world beaters. And, and when I sat down to try to break this down, you know, I looked at it like you have a situation where, I mean, you have the quarterback coach and you have the offensive coordinator from – Virginia last year. They know this guy. They recruited this guy. They know that his, his no, they know his strengths and weaknesses. They know the offensive strengths and weaknesses, and they probably know a little bit about the defense. Now, you bring in a new coach with Tony Elliott, who was the offensive coordinator from Clemson, who comes in and gets the job, but he doesn't have Clemson's personnel, right? So this is still going to be a work in progress, and I'm not to say that they don't have the players because Bron- Bronk and men, I mean, they don't have Clemson players. But Bronco Mendenhall, he did recruit better, and Virginia was on a better clip of recruiting better than Syracuse. So he's got some guys. So, you know, it just might take a little while to figure it out. But to your point, uh, beating a D1AA school, Richmond, 34-17. I mean, I Richmond I scored I mean, 17 win, on him, right? Right, yeah, I mean, I get it, yeah. But it's a D1AA nonetheless. Um, you know, let's see what we do to our D1AA. And I'm not to say that Wagner's as good as Richmond, because they're not, but – Nonetheless, um, and then you know you go to two Illinois, so it's an away game. You get carved Big up, 10, carved Big up. Big Ten, right? But yeah. like Illinois, really, I mean, their defense is pretty good. Lackluster off. I mean, offense is okay. And then Old Dominion, kind of the same thing. So they haven't played against an offense that I think is comparable to what our offense can put and bring to the table. Um, and then realistically, even when you look at the defenses, I mean, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that we're our defense is at least better than. Richmond's and Old Dominion's and um, you know maybe Illinois' defense is the reason why they're holding on and why they won that game to hold Virginia to three points but um, dude a last second field goal against ODU at home to win. yeah that was that was at the end too they had, to, they had the rally at the end and then they had to get a field goal to win in the last couple minutes there so um, so yeah I mean to, to your point this this game is definitely tough to figure out I mean we, we opened as like I think we're a ten and a half point favorite right now we're at home. Um, when you look at their team, like again, Brennan, Brennan Armstrong is dangerous and into what, you know, Dino Babers alluded to in his presser was, you know, don't think that, you know, these kids also don't have a chip on their shoulders in Virginia. They know that they're going to be going against their old coaches and they're going to want to show that, you know, they're okay, that they've gotten better. You know what I mean? Like, like, or maybe that what you coached me worked, right? I mean, there's certain things there where there's a little bit of a, a factor where you want to show up. There's an emotional. There's an emotional uh, element there that is works, absolutely works on both sides too. Absolutely, and 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 again, you know, you look at it in Virginia this year. Last year, they were more pass heavy. They were more successful um, with these offense coordinators or the, our offensive coordinators that were their offense coordinators last year. But they're running a little bit more this year. You know, they spread it out um, quite a quite a bit. Um, they have. Um, Shoot, they have what four people that have at least seventeen carries. Well, they got um, three backs over a hundred, right? Well, counting Brendan Armstrong. Oh, that is yes. Brendan Armstrong in there. I, I mean, that. Paris Jones looks to be the guy. Thirty-seven attempts, one hundred eighty-six yards, uh, one touchdown, with a long of seventeen. Um, to your point, Brendan Armstrong, he has had more interceptions than um, touchdowns. Touchdown. Now, the one thing that we have to look at, and we have to really just. You know, you never know, right? I mean, we had the Damian Alford last year against Virginia Tech because of his size and because of the plays and everything. But, you know, you look at Keaton. What's that? Keaton Thompson. Keaton Thompson. Keaton Thompson's got 18 catches for 235 yards. Still not a touchdown, but. Um, He's tall, you know, too. 6'5. 
Six five. He's about around a Gatson size, so he's got the height. Um, six five or two fifteen ish, somewhere around there. Um, Lavelle Davis Jr. He's got eight catches for two hundred and three yards, so he's averaging twenty five yards a catch and a touchdown. So he looks like the deep ball guy. That guy's actually six seven. Um, and then they have a uh, Dontavian Wicks, who is got twelve catches for one hundred fifty five yards, um, and he's kind of like the slot kind of quicker guy, speedy guy. So they do have receivers that they can throw to, but again. This, this offense has seemed to, you know, rely more on running the ball. Now, maybe that's because of their opponents to what we spoke about. But, um, yeah. Well, there I mean, has been – I mean, got- There's been fan – there's been fan, um, you know, concern about the O-line in Brennan yeah. Armstrong. So – Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, in their defense, uh, to me, I mean, there is some holes there. Um, They are strong. They had some safeties that are injured or coming back or about to come back or, you know, coming out of injury. Um, I read that from them. From um, Streak in the Lawn is there if you want to go check it out. Streak in the Lawn for SB Nation. That's their noons, if you will. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I don't know. I mean, there's the te- teams they've played against haven't played, haven't scored that much against them. But again, I think that we have, um, you know, a better offense than any of the teams that they've played. So I would expect to be able to still put up points in the 30s. And, um, and yeah, I mean, it really, again, it comes down to the defense and how they handle this offense. Uh, even really their kicking game. You look at the guy, he's, he's five for six from the extra points, and he's four for six from field goals. So uh, it's not a guarantee for them when they line up to, to you know, kick a field goal as well. So, um, yeah, Virginia has not looked incredibly impressive this year. Uh, and sometimes, you know, that happens when you have a coaching change. Um, but they do have talent. And uh, Dino Dino Babers in his press conference kind of likened this team to a hungry team and kind of used the comparison of, his first year when he came in and they beat a Virginia Tech that was ranked that they weren't supposed to beat, but they mm-hmm. were hungry and you know they just played a better game. But the famous again, I, mean, house. I think I think it's I think it's just a different a situation because I mean there's a home and away situation, right? I mean Virginia Tech came to the dome and they're coming to the dome on a Friday night, prime time, uh, with all the emotions and everything like that. So um, not to say it's a guarantee. But I'll tell you what, um, other than UConn, um, I'm, I'm more confident in this game than I was Louisville and Purdue. Um, I was pretty confident in Louisville. I was just nervous. Mm. I was just nervous because I hadn't seen anything yet. You know? I, I just I, I hadn't seen anything yet. I was just going off of body language and Yeah, but even knowing excite, what I know now, excitement, right? Right. Even knowing what you know now, I mean, I'm still afraid. I'm more afraid of Louisville than this team. Oh, I would definitely agree with that. Yeah. Was that your point? After, yeah, Was that your point? Like you Did said. I totally miss your point? I'm sorry. No, I mean, well, yeah. I mean, I, I guess it's one of those things where I'm looking at it as like a now versus the beginning of the season, yeah. right? Yeah. The beginning of the season, I would have probably had Louisville and Virginia a little higher or closer uh, I had, uh, well, as far as opponents. Yeah, I think but, Virginia wasn't picked to be even like middle of the pack by anybody. Not neither was Syracuse. No, well, no. And so, I even looked at it like I looked at it like if 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 you're able to beat Louisville, then you're able to beat 
um, Virginia. Yeah, and, and I then said, if you beat uh, Purdue, then you're definitely you're definitely able to do that. So I mean, it's a short week for both of us. It is, uh, and I did I did say on Twitter I think during the Louisville game that was Friday that was actually the last Friday night. I was saying when I was watching that game Friday night um, that that you know is 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 Syracuse are they that good to make or you know to make Louisville look the way they did against Syracuse because they played all right they didn't win the game but they played really well against um, Florida, Florida State. State yeah so. Uh, it's a situation where you're like, you know, did, did Syracuse do that good of a job shutting down Malik Cunningham, yeah. or did they just all of a sudden come to life when they just had a bad game against Syracuse? I no. have to believe after the Purdue game, I have to believe after the Purdue game, because this was the day before that game that I, that I tweeted that, that Syracuse is that good and that they just game-planned that good for Malik Cunningham and just became... It just became a nightmare situation for him with a hungry defense, ready to play. And unfortunately, he got some smart coaches that got to prepare for him for weeks uh, before the actual game started. And they, we knew more about what they were going to do than they knew about what we were going to do. Because we were a think, whole different team coming into this But year. don't you think – yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. But, again, a team can change some stuff. You know what I mean? There's little things that absolutely. they can change. Yeah. They have personnel change. So you can't necessarily go by everything last year, right? No, I think um, Purdue's better than Louisville. Oh, yeah. But I'm talking about just – yeah, we had enough – we had a bunch – a lot more time to get ready for them. You're absolutely right. Yeah. But when you look at it this week, I mean, does the fact of knowledge between Jason Beck and Robert and I – give us kind of that same type of situation? I mean, aren't we going to be I, getting I, that's a information? Great point. That's a great point. Yeah, I think so. I think it obviously benefits us more than benefits them. Their players aren't going to be like, well, I know what they're going to do. Now, there is that element. There is that element. But if you remember, and being a Raiders fan, I hate to even bring this up, but if you remember in back in 2003, the raiders Bucks Super Bowl, when John Gruden was the coach of Tampa Bay, he practiced at practice as Rich Gannon. He knew Rich, what Rich Gannon was going to do and told his team all about it. And what did they do to Rich Gannon? I think he threw three picks. It was terrible. He was awful. I think it was like an MVP season for him, and he was terrible. So that's just what a coach can do to you that has recruited you, watched you, and trained you. It's like... Yeah, and that's know. at the NFL level, which is even higher because there's a lot of times where if you're above that, it doesn't really matter, right? So at a college level... Again, they're not going to be able to sit there and say what plays they're going to be able to run because you have a whole new coach and offensive coordinator. But what they can do is they can give people tips on this person is really only good at this. Hey, they're going to struggle when you do this. Right. Right. Yes, exactly. Yes. This this receiver can't break off a press. This receiver only likes running outside deep routes. This receiver can't do this. This running back can't do this. This offensive lineman can't do that. So we can blitz this way. Right. Like. A I lot mean, of, there's a lot of assets to there's it. There's a lot of that there, and it all depends on the knowledge. And I'd like to think that Anai and Jason Beck are pretty particular, um, aware guys Just that know that know what they're going up against. So, I mean, we have that, and that to me is probably even more than being able to, you know, game plan for a team because it's their first, it's your first matchup. You know, and you have all off season to pretty much get ready for them. And also, to to your point, 
even even if you ha- have that situation, obviously that's 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 huge. But look what they did during the Purdue game when <laughs> the, the fuck you <laughs> told you. It's pretty when damn you, loud. When you said, "Dude, I'm in my garage." And you might hear an acorn. I was like, okay, big deal. I didn't realize that it was going <laughs> to bounce 20 times and travel a mile. So, <laughs> anyways, well, those are Joe's acorns. Roll, right? Those. <laughs> that oak me, tree you, would be gone. You're going to so hear fast. a lot worse if a cluster falls. Oh, boy. Uh, so, it's like a bomb's going off. What Anai did in the Purdue game to switch tempo and change that game. And, and and do what they did there. It's just it's a whole that's a whole nother facet. That was my point. Anyway, not it, oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like to change gears like that is is one thing against a team that you know you had a week to prepare for that you don't know that well is a, juxtaposed to what he could do if he needed to against Virginia if they had really come in there as prepared as they would like to be. I guess that's my point. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, obviously teams can get better and there's going to be, you know, injuries and stuff like that. So when, you know, I mean, I look at Louisville and I'm kind of happy with their performance after we beat them, you know, because I was worried, are they going to just go out and lay an egg? Right. And then all of a sudden it's no big deal that we beat them 31 to seven. Right. But they came out and they beat Central Florida the next Friday night. And then they came out and they played another Friday night game against Florida State, who, I mean, they were right there. They could have won. Florida State um, beat LSU. So Florida State looks a little bit better than I think what people thought. Uh, their quarterback went down, Jordan Travis, but their backup came in and he, did good. he rallied and won the game. He did okay. Yeah. Um, but what is he going to look like once some teams get some tape and stuff like that? And how long is uh, – what's his name? Jordan Travis? Travis? Something like that. Well, how long is he out for? So um, there's a lot of things to really look at in the ACC this, this, this week. And, um, you know – you got West Virginia and Virginia Tech playing on Thursday. We play on Friday. And then, you know, we're going to see a Clemson-Wake Forest. We're going to see what they're about. Um, we're going to see North Carolina-Notre Dame. So we're going to see what some of these you know, Notre, Dame, Notre Dame's about. They're not even ranked anymore. Um, and then you have NC State's actually hosting um, UConn. So we're going to be able to get a little bit of a gauge of, okay, we saw what we did against UConn. Let's see what NC State's going to do at home on a 730, you know. So, um being able to look at some of these games and some of these teams, I mean, I've been happy thus far because beating Louisville 31-7 and then seeing how they've fought in some of their other games um, is, like you said, it, it kind of gives me a little bit more confidence that it wasn't just a fluke. And then obviously the Purdue game, you know, coming out and not playing the best of our ability. Right. Um, and still winning and still, you know, keeping your composure unlike them and getting a W. Uh, um that's those are all just positives. So we move forward. We're a ten and a half point um, favorite. Uh, I'm not necessarily saying that we're guaranteed to win by that much, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but um, we shall see. Okay. With that said, Joe, it's that time of the show where we go over last week's picks and uh, cruise by that, and then get I feel to like this we were both picks. mighty close. You had 34-24, I had 31-24. So with the X so we do a cumulative point total 
minus the, or, or you know, whatever, you know, the difference yep. is between our point total and the point total of the game. Closest one wins. Doesn't matter how you get the points. So Joe went 34 on Syracuse. I was off by one point on Syracuse and five on. So I was off by a total of six. Joe was off by a total of two. And um, 61 was the total. Joe had 58. So with that said, I had 55. With that said, Joe sits at two and one. I'm at one and two. And um, all of the other participants who actually Dom had 31-27. So what would that be? It wouldn't have got us there. You just still beat them. So they. Um, so you're saying I beat you? You did. You did. You did. How? Um, you had 34-24. And I had. Oh, you didn't pick 24. I had 31-24. You had 34-24. So you had 58. This total was 61. I had 55. So you were closer. See how that works? Oh, so that's how you're doing it. Okay, got you. And actually, Dom would have had 59. So so, um, you guys would have tied. You had different scores, though. He had 31-27. Okay. Uh, with that said, let's get into Virginia. You could either pick first, Joe, or you could defer. Uh, um, y- you control. What do you want to do? Um, I'll go first. Okay, go ahead. I'll go first. Um, so, again, uh, we talked about the emotional part of the game. You know, I think that there's going to be some things that happen short week. You know, I think that we we fought hard, got banged up. Um, playing against Purdue, so uh, and I think Virginia is going to come in and try to prove something. Um, I know it's at ten and a half, but and I know that I said I don't think they're going to cover, but yeah, I think I'm kind of right there around the the ten point mark. Um, mm. I'm actually going to go. My score is written same, down, by the way. So I'm going to go with the same exact score I went last week. Really, thirty-one twenty-four? No, thirty-four twenty-four. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, thirty-four twenty-four. <laughs> Okay. Um, and you're picking Q's, obviously, right? Yes. Yep. Okay. I'm not super impressed with Virginia at all. Um, the that sound that one sounded like a gunshot. It sounded like a 22 going off. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I, I'm not. I'm just checking to make sure you're there. That's why I lifted my head so fast. No, no, I mean, you've been here. That's what that was. That was actually the neighbor. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, I'm joking. I'm not, I am not super sold on Virginia at all. I know they've got a lot on the line coming into this game. It's going to be a lot of emotional feels to it for that team. You know, I just don't see it being like a storybook type of game for UVA or them coming in and beating their old coaches and, and stuff like that. And here's the other thing. I'm going to – what the hell are you doing, boy? I'm trying to – I'm trying to – Sorry, bro. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Trying to talk here. Um, I'm, I'm not super sold on UVA, but I'm also not going to – this is getting ridiculous. I'm also not going to – I'm also not going to I am not going to waver from Syracuse until Syracuse gives me a reason to waver. And I'm just not I'm I'm just Yes, thank you. I'm I have no reason not to go with Syracuse covering the spread uh 
until they prove me wrong, make me look stupid. So I'm going 38-17 Syracuse. And that's what I got. So is it way overshooting? It could be. But have they not beat the spread and everything? Like destroyed it the whole year? Why wouldn't they against UVA? I mean, yeah. I mean, I understand. I'm right there with you. I I just feel like a lot of times you can't just look at it like because of this, then this, right? No, you can't. I didn't do that, did I? I looked at it no. like that. Okay. No, 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 no. You didn't do that. I'm just saying that, like, again, you just were kind of speaking of, like, how it's been going. So, you know, if you look at everything that happened, it should be this. And, like, that's where, you know. Vegas and all those other guys get us. So um, that's true. That's true. But you know we're gonna we're gonna have to see, dude. Dude, you, improvement, UVA improvement from the offensive line. We're gonna have to see improvement from the offensive line in the running game. I mean, they got the the tape from the last team. You know, uh, so I'm sure that they're gonna try to do something with that. You know, who's gonna step up in Isaiah Jones' place? You know, I mean, there's some questions there, and then we really don't know how banged up or you know because again. There might not be injuries, but there could definitely be some owies and some people that have some situations where, you know, it's going to affect how many plays they get in. So you never really know all that stuff. Um, and like I said, Virginia's got some guys. Yeah, so I know they got gonna get some plays. Brennan Armstrong's probably going to get some, some, you know, rushes and some scrambles and stuff like that. And, you know, it, I mean, things are going to happen that we're not going to expect. I mean, we don't have anybody that can jump with a 6'7 or no, a 6'5. Lavelle, Lavelle Davis is the biggest threat, in my opinion, because he can almost go anywhere, and if the ball's thrown right, there's a pretty damn good chance he's going to catch it. So he's, he's the right. it factor for me for UVA. And with uh, Brendan Armstrong being able to do what he's done in the past and what he's proven he's been able to do, he, it could, th- that, could be, that could be a problem. And I'm not saying that UVA is this, that, or the other so much more than I'm saying that Syracuse has absolutely just blown my expectations away. And until I see different, I'm not going to, I'm not going to waver. No, and, I mean, and, and, yeah, and I, that's I just where I stand. That. And I mean, Virginia is not Purdue, right? So. Yeah, but absolutely. a lot of things. I mean, uh, when you look at it, though, Purdue should add more points. They shot themselves in the foot. They should have beat us. Uh, we got lucky, and like you said, if ifs and buts and da 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 da. But I'll take the three and zero. But I'm not going to sit here and, and act like we outplayed Purdue. Um, we just won the game. I know. And uh, you know, Virginia is still you know an ACC opponent that has good recruits that recruited well for the past couple of years with the previous coaches. And now they got a guy coming in from Clemson. So they're still just trying to figure it out. And um, you don't know if you don't know what game it's going to be when something clicks. Yep. I agree. Let's go. To and we just gave up 400 yards of pass. I know, but that's about it. <laughs> I mean, oh, be, that's it. That's be it. I mean, I mean but they that, scored more points, but they I mean, should have. But I'm, but I'm saying, what I'm saying is, is, <laughs> is there wasn't a whole. What was a sixty-something rush yards? I mean, uh, Purdue's in the mirror. I'm going to judge things off of that game, but we escaped there. You're absolutely right. We said it on 
Sunday, and I totally agree. Um, Purdue lost that game for Purdue, and there's no doubt about it. But it doesn't matter at the end of the day. A W is a W, and also you had Schrader in a situation where they needed a touchdown, and they got one with seven seconds left, and it was oh, a, yeah. and it was a W. So anyway, um, all right, let's hear from you now. Time to hear from you, the loud mouths from the loud house. Oh yeah, that sound bite's paying off. Now I can use it for previews too, because it is time for your predictions. So, with that said, uh, let's start. Man, there's a bunch of them. I'm not going to be able to get through all these because I just get conf- I just confuse myself anyway when I do it. <clears throat> so I'll hit the regulars and I'll hit some other ones that I don't see much. At Joe Catskill. SU32 UVA21 the dome will be rocking gosh i hope so i really do i really hope that um they can get the the fans in there and blow that place up with a with the the navy blue and um just the the sheer volume is what i'm what i'm all about and it was loud against Purdue. I expected to be loud again. Um, by the way, I haven't not read any of these either yet, so I'm just coming to them now. At, if not now, when 84, 42 to 9 Qs. Okay. Our boy at OL Qs, Captain Patrick. 41 14, if Tucker, if Tucker, the trucker, and Garrett Trader are healthy with Tucker getting 200 plus total yards. You know what? That's something that UVA should be worried about, and that is a rebound game for Tucker. He was not pleased with his overall performance. Uh, he was pleased with the outcome. So uh, yeah. he was I mean, okay with it. You know what they're going to do, right? Because they just watched the Purdue team, which probably got a better defense than them, do everything in their power to take Sean, Sean Tucker out of the game. Um, and, you know... There were some passes there that Garrett Schrader could have completed that would have made that game a little bit better for Sean Tucker because he was open. Uh, but they just watched the team do everything they could to stop Tucker to win, and then they still didn't win. So Yeah, because um, Tucker, even if he's not I racking up that, the yards, know, that, he that, affects everything. He still affects everything. He's still a decoy, absolutely. But, um, yeah, they're going to have to look at it and say, look, they did this, and then they still did this. And, you know, if they don't have the same personnel as Purdue – same depth as Purdue, then I don't really see a situation where even if they took a game plan out of Purdue's, you know, playbook and try to stop Sean Tucker. Um, I mean, if they, if Sean Tucker needs to be a decoy for however long, then that's what it's, it's gotta be for us to be able to win games. So, and that's what he was. Uh, but I just can't see a situation where Virginia has the defense to be able to, to, to just completely take away Sean Tucker. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah, and like I said, their fans are big on their D. That's their that's their biggest strength, and their D is like okay. Well, after the offenses that they played, yeah, I mean. yeah, that's my point. Is where what who are we playing? Illinois. That's your that's your gold medal game so far. Um, and look, it's early, so I mean, you know, I get it. It's not their fault. Uh, let's see at Black Tower Radio on Twitter thirty five seventeen doesn't tell me who wins, but I gotta assume it's Syracuse. So I'll just go ahead and assume. At D Cags, thirty-eight ten Syracuse. Orange are going to come out strong after Saturday's overall poor performance on offense, and with our previous insiders, the defense will get shredded. UVA is still establishing who they are under new leadership. 
Uh, yeah, it's good. And by the way, if you guys put your score with who wins and a reason why, that's freaking excellent. I love that. It's getting red. Yeah, I'm going to that for sure. At no Blanchard 44, 38, 14, orange. Orange by a million at P. What the hell is this? Picazo, Picazo PR. Uh, let's see, 30, let's see. At Angular, 18-10, 31, 16, Syracuse, big day for underachieving Sean Tucker. Our buddy, uh, Tim, at Tim Abbott, 44, 37, 17, orange. And here's, an, here's another one to, to wrap up Twitter here. Actually, let's do two more to wrap up Twitter. Let's do at uh, Lenny PD, Syracuse, 35, 21. Tucker isn't pleased, so it should be fun. I hope he has a great game, no matter the score. If he has a good game, it's going to be tough to uh, pull that off. So, at yeah. Mr. Man, why has why everybody got to do this? Mr. C. Bio Teacher. Okay, got it. 34-17, Syracuse. Schrader rushes for two touchdowns, connects with Tucker once and Alfred once. Wow, we're getting specific here. One touchdown from defense on a pick. Another pick six, he's predicting. Tucker gets 100 yards to get back to pleased status. Schrader gets 60-plus rushing yards. William gets two, Williams gets two sacks. Michael gets one. Wax Jr. gets the pick. Okay. Wow, that's a lot. Hmm. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Wish I had that kind of bio teacher when I was a kid. All right, let's switch over to Facebook. <laughs> if I can get into well, this. I mean, Jay, look. Go ahead. To the point, though. I mean, I can understand why Virginia's, you know, their fans are talking about their defense because after three games, you can only go by what you see, right? And even with Indi- Illinois. That's why I don't blame they had, them. Yeah. They had a muffed punt that ended up landing in the end zone and they jumped on it, right? So realistically, they haven't had an offense score over 17 points over them. But again, then we have to look at the offense. Um, and then another point that I wanted to kind of bring up was that um, I know that everyone, you know, underachieving Tucker, this, this, and that. I mean, I don't think that people understand to what lengths these defenses are going to stop Sean Tucker. I mean, we've, we, I, we talked about it on Sunday, so I'm not going to get into, you know, everything about it. But these defenses are trying to stop Sean Tucker, which is allowing Garrett, Garrett Schrader to have the games that he's having. Uh, Purdue was a really, really good team. Schrader was kind of out of it. There were some things going on in the, in the week. I don't know if there was a sickness or if there was something personal going on, but he ended up figuring it out. And to be perfectly honest with you, I mean, early in the season playing against some of these teams, the more that they're going to take Sean Tucker away, I feel like, number one, the more they're just going to put piss Sean Tucker off for like you know the rest of the season you know, because he's going to want to get his. But also, I mean, you're allowing this offense to get practice with – Basically, you're making Schrader beat you with his legs and his arm. And he's doing it with his legs, but he's also doing it with his arm. And the more that he's forced to do that, then the the better we're going to get in that situation. So if these teams want to do this early, all it's really doing is it's helping our <laughs> our passing situation on offense. You know what I mean? So that's only really going to help later on in the season because if this offensive – if the passing game of the offense – gets to the point where now the defense has to okay we can't just let Schrader throw now that's going to open things back up for Sean Tucker and he's going to be all pissed off because he isn't putting up the numbers that was expected so then he's going to go off and I think realistically um, some of these teams especially now in hindsight seeing that we're 3-0 and 
are kind of doing us a favor to, to kind of help our offense out for the, the rest of the season. Um, <clears throat> going to Facebook, which I'm still banned from right now, and I'll be back. <laughs> I'll be back tomorrow. My, uh, my ban will be lifted by the time I wake up in the morning. Happens sometime in my sleep. Jack, 40 to nothing. Doesn't tell me who wins. It's like but magic. I, gotta, I know. Jack, 40 to nothing. Uh, doesn't tell me who wins, but I got to assume it's Syracuse, right? Uh, Jim, mm-hmm. 43-24, Cuse. David, 31-21, Syracuse. Um, let's see. Let's, is there any good ones in here? Let's, let's find someone familiar here, at least. Jason, 35, UVA, 17. Uh, Pam, 42 to 10, Syracuse. Got some blow, mm. got some blowouts yeah. in here. Corey McDonald, uh, 42 13, Syracuse. Our buddy Zach, top fan Zach on Facebook, 28 17, Syracuse. Nadal, another top fan on Facebook, 20 to 14, Cuse. Um, Joshua. Your score is ridiculous. I'm not even going to read it. Uh, Alex, 31-13. Cuse. He had, hey, Alex caught himself. He, he, he uh, put 31-13. I was about to bust his chops, but he added a comment and said Cuse that is. So he's got Cuse winning that. No, he loses. There we go. He's playing by the rules. Thank you, Alex. Uh, let's see. Robert, top fan, Robert. On Facebook. 48-14, to 14, Syracuse. I wish... I wish um, See, some of these 40 scores, I mean, don't get it twisted. I mean, our defense, the mob, they're all over the place. And if they start getting some, you know, big turnovers and scoring opportunities, you started to see it a little bit, um, you know, against Connecticut when you had the muff punt that Mikel Jones wanted to return, but obviously the rules. And then, you know, you know, Marlo Wax being, you know, a second away from being able to get a, a sack, a strip sack fumble for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was two inches, last- two, two inches. Right. An inch. And, then, and then last week getting that damn pick six, like, I mean, they're chomping at the bit. And, uh, yeah, I mean, if, if this defense can create some stuff like that, then then I can see a situation where we're in the 40s, without a doubt. Um, yeah. And, and I mean, I, I, I kind of feel like my score could be high. Uh, but, I mean. But, again, Virginia hasn't played an offense like us. I know. That's the thing. And, and, and like if we really, and if we truly do have like the insider info, and things could be made easy, and I mean, I just don't easier. I should say nothing's easy when it comes to football, but uh, yeah, I don't think it's too high. Yours a little low. Hmm. Thirty-four twenty-four seems. I mean, low. I mean, watch you nail it, but but i mean i guess i guess when you add it up it's about the same cuz i got 3817 i just don't have i just don't have uva putting up 24 on us i just don't see it no but again i mean some of those receivers in that quarterback to scare me a little bit and you know going against a new i mean again we the, the coaches are going to know obviously strengths and weaknesses but it's a new offense so and again, like I said, I mean, what if a couple of things click? What if they get a couple of big plays like they did Charlie Jones, you know, corner falls down, something like that. So I'm kind of playing it safe because I'm not trying to get too pumped up. Because oh, it's too late. This, this too stuff late. happens. I know. It's too late for me. It's too late. Well, I mean, I'm still picking a win. It's I know. just sometimes, you know, it's just you don't win every game 
like in blowout fashion when sometimes maybe you should. So True. I mean, I get it. Um, all right. Well, look, I and Joe and I, if if we both can't. So look, here's the deal. Might as well just say this now because I won't be on Twitter during the. I won't be on Twitter during the because Joe doesn't even know this. I don't think I won't be on Twitter during the game because I won't be live. I won't even be close to live. I probably won't even start that game until it's over. So I've got a concert to go to that was that was planned before the schedule even came out, and it's uh, my cousin's daughter's birthday, and you know my family and his family. He's coming into town for it, and we're all going to. Take her to Zach Brown. It's a surprise for her. So, Oh, nice. Yeah. It should be fun. But had I known the schedule beforehand, <laughs> we, we could have planned something else. So true. I would have I would have passed on the concert. So anyways. Are you um you plan on watching it when you get home? I'm gonna watch it, yes, when I get home. It's, I'm probably already gonna be tanked when I get here. Lord. But but maybe not though because I think beer at the Virginia Beach Amphitheater is like thirteen dollars a beer. It's expensive, dude. They give you the 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 big Corona can. Well, the big twenty four ounce cans. I think they're like oh, yeah. I think they're like only like twelve bucks a piece. It's not terrible. But my work no. has my work has a box and it's VIP. But all you get is a waitress in a good spot to sit without people bumping into you. That's what it is. Which is very, I mean that's better. Very generous of my boss. The, the the owner of the company is an amazing dude. So now are you gonna go radio silent so you don't know the outcome? I or? have to. I have to. That's my point. So what Joe's gonna do is he's gonna have to text me or yeah, text me probably. Game's over. That'll prompt me to put the the the, the tweet out for your thoughts. But I'm gonna miss all the fun on Twitter. And it really pains me. Not really. But it is fun to be on Twitter during the game sometimes. It kind of is. I'm not going to lie. But that's the only time. So, anyways, I'm going to be behind. <laughs> the, the other thing I was, that I was getting at before I remembered that was that we're going to come up with the trivia questions and then um, we will, you know, we'll work on maybe doing trivia a week from today on the next, you know, on the next um, preview show for Wagner. So, by then I should have them all ready and if we get in the green room and we want to have a little fun. We can do that. There it is. <laughs> I warned you. <laughs> uh, so, so you were going to set set the the garage up for your little podcast studio. I, I mean, that was kind of the thought before I moved in, and realized how loud it was. But look, you could still do it. You just need I mean, to get rid of the garage. oak tree. I mean, yeah, it's a, sprinkling. It sounds like it's pouring out. So, oh, true that. Yeah, that's true. And when the cans close, when I got the garage door closed, there's no, no service. So I got to run some Cat Six out here and figure it out. But either way, it doesn't take care of the noise for sure. Twill, twill. All right. Uh, I think that's going to be it. I think that's going to be it for us, Joe. Um, it was fun. It was real. It just wasn't real fun. <laughs> I knew you were okay. <laughs> that's, that's cheesy. Sorry. Uh, all right. Well, look. We are going to be back here Sunday. Don't spoil it to me. No text messages, please. Please. I will be watching the game Saturday night when I get back. For Joe, I'm Sean. We're out. Peace.